this is the Late Night Show with Elmo speaking today. So Elmo wants to talk about, you know, his show on HBO Max, you know. Elmo, Elmo's super excited about, you know, his, you know, Elmo had Jimmy on it, Jimmy Kimmel. We had Jimmy Kimmel, John Oliver. John Oliver was a great guest on the show. Was a great, great, great guest on the show, you know. He was a great guest on the show, you know. This is Emma's podcast now. Emma owns his podcast. Yes. Emma owns his podcast. Emma owns his podcast. Emma owns his podcast. I feel bad for the, 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 the person that listens to find their podcast. This is the first episode they listen to. They're going to be like, what kind of acid trip is this? This is Emma. Emma owns everything. Emma owns his podcast. Emma owns his podcast. You know? Sorry, yeah, me- guys. I'm... Sorry guys, we're just I'm just messing with you. Welcome to the Youth Stam. My name is Max Stammer. Today we got John Huth here also hosting this pod with me. Um that was me doing an improvisation of Elmo. My voice is a bit hoarse right now, but um I'll probably do we'll probably do some stuff like that. But sorry got- if you left left the first couple minutes of the pod, you know. Um so you know. All right, so today we got a variety of topics to talk about. Mostly we're just going to talk about gaming news since the entertainment industry has been kind of slow this past week. Um, we may talk about the, the Mandalorian trailer, the Marvel trailers. We also might talk about how Tenet's doing theaters too. Yeah. Since that's an interesting topic to talk about, how movie theaters are dying. But that will be towards the end of the podcast if that's all you care about. Um, but this section, but this pod will talk about 3D All-Stars, PS5, and our thoughts about Microsoft right now. So yeah. we're going to start with, so JP, um, do you want to talk, do you want to say a couple things before we get going on? Our yeah. You know, this uh, week? it was an interesting week. We had both, uh, we had the Xbox leak, some more just details coming forward. And then we had the price for the PS five. So we'll get a speaker. Look. Yeah. The speaker, you know, the, 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 the bass drop speaker that everyone wants. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Why does it remind you of? It reminds me of like in like the seventies and the eighties, like the boom box that people like carried on their the Sony boom box, right? It reminds me of like that. It's like this thing you can just carry around and just plays plays music or like games on it to go. It kind of reminds me of an Apple product in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah. It does, cause like you know, like cause like the last Mac, the last MacBook desktop was like a trash, was like kind of, kind of looks like a trash can. And yeah, that's right. The highest end computers look like air conditioners. Uh, it's the cheese grater. The cheese graters and <laughs> yeah. slash air conditioner, you know, yeah. so like, I don't know. I, I think they're interesting, but we'll go into that later. So first I'm going to talk about 3D All-Stars. It's beating yeah. my expectations. I don't know how that happened. My position last week was it was the worst thing in the world. It kind of is in ways. However, um, it's beaten my expectations. Um, so I played an hour of each game. And I would have to say it's worth the full $60 just to play Sunshine and Galaxy. And I'm going to talk about Sunshine first. So Sunshine, they actually fix stuff. They actually listen to people. Yeah, I know. I said it. Nintendo actually listened to their fans. I'm still going to crap on them because it's still not an HD remake, in my opinion. But they fixed the controls. They fixed aiming. They fixed the camera options. I wish they added, like, an aim mechanic like they had, like, Ocarina of Time had. 
you know, games that, that were older than it had, they sh- or like the Luigi's Mansion remakes and the sequels had, but hey, it's a much better game. I'm actually going to try beating it on my Switch, but I think it's the best version of the game. Definitely plays a lot better than the GameCube version, of course. But, you know, um, so far it runs much better, much smoother. Um, you can actually use Flood without hesitation, without breaking your control and throwing it against the screen. You know, JP, JP's actually beaten Sunshine on the GameCube. You, you want to talk yeah. about that experience of beating Sunshine on the GameCube? Massive so respect. I gave up in 12 stars. I'm already at 10, but I gave up at 12. See, to beat, originally. To beat Sunshine is a special, you know, it's like getting like high honors, you know, top your top class. You know, you just, once you do it, but you got to push through. Well, I can't wait for you to get to that. That 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 sandbird, the top. That, you know you know the level. The bird starts to flip, and you know it just screws with you. So I don't know. Uh, sometimes one of my favorite Mario games. I think at some point I'll have to pick it up. But I still I still I'm still very firm with how I believe about three D All Stars. I still think that they should have given both get. Not so much Galaxy, just more of Mario 64 and um, Sunshine, the Wind Waker HD treatment. 64! Sorry, I had to. Yeah, yeah, working that cough, you know. Yeah. 64! Yeah, you know, it's the new virus. Instead of COVID, you have the 64 virus. 64! 64! But yeah, so um, Sunshine is great. Um, great port. Um, I don't call it a remake. I call it a port. Now, now this is the debate that's been going on lately this week too. What's an emu- What's a em- the difference between an emulator versus a port? Now, JP, do you want to yes. do you want to do you want to define what an emulator and a port is? Yeah. So, to my knowledge, and I, people can prove me wrong if watching out there. And if you know any more than I do, but to my knowledge is a port is pretty much taking the pre-existing game and just putting it into a new console, sometimes mapping out new button layouts, depending if the, you know, the controller layout's any different. Now, emulation is more of what the PS1 classic was when they sold it. It's where it's not the full-end res... It's not the full game. Like songs are emulated. All the files aren't there, so they're kind of more programmed in. And it's not. Um, you typically get frame rate drops, um, resolution drops once in a while. So it's not. It's not the full effect, to my knowledge, is what uh, the difference is. Very, very, very good definitions of it to find the difference between emulator and a port. Not many people know these days what the difference is, but basically. Um, the Sunshine, Sunshine is the is this is the greatest port that Nintendo's put out of it. Um, mm-hmm. It is only the second release of it ever officially, which is very very sad. <laughs> it should have been released on the Wii U, but and even the Switch at on a on a digital access. But this is the second time that Sunshine has been released. Mario Galaxy and even Galaxy Two. Yeah, I said Galaxy Two. We're both on released on the Wii U, but you know. Definitely the best version of Sunshine. Now, Galaxy is great. 
hold up, hold up, hold up. Go before you go to the galaxy. What's just up? think about this for eight seconds. It's the second. It's the first time since the game came out in two thousand and two. Yep. Two thousand and two. So, Eighteen you, years. Eighteen years. That you can legally play this on a updated Nintendo console. Definitely find a better version of it on an Android. He definitely could play a better version of it than the Nintendo release, but this is the best official legal release of it. Although this is only this is only the second time it's been released, like JP mentioned, in 18 years. That's a big gap. That's a, that's big, a long big, time. So. Big gap for a game. But um, all right. So Galaxy, um, Galaxy is great. Um, I played it mostly on portable mode. I haven't tried TV mode yet since I was playing on my Switch Lite this morning since I like how it feels on my hands and I really like playing in bed and playing on the couch. That's how I play a lot of my games. But um, basically um, I really enjoyed ga the galaxy port where I played of it so far. I love the touchscreen implementation of it. Um, and I love how it runs really well on the switch and they, not only that, they use the port from the 2018 Nevada China system that Nintendo Nevada released before the switch back in 2017 to 2018. Um, if, you're, if any of you fans know the exact date of when that was released, post it down below in the comments. That would be great if you are one of our five viewers or, you know, you want to join our boy Doug. You know, our boy Doug had some interesting thoughts about RGT85 this week. So if you want to talk to Doug, you know, and some great, some great, you know, our number one subscriber of all time, you know, he always will be number one. So, you know, join Doug. Join Doug in the comments. But anyways, um, back it to was uh, it was June 9th of 2018 was the date for the NVIDIA uh, chip. June 9th. JP, JP already looked it up for you. But if you know a lot of information about that port more than we do, please, please let us know in the comments. But basically, um, it's that port. They update the touchscreen mechanics are great. The only complaint I have with it is that they didn't take out the Wii speaker. You know the, how the Wii remote had the speaker on it? Yep. And I can I can grab I can grab mine as an example. I can grab a remote if none of you know what a remote looks like. I'll just grab the stem I But basically the remote has a speaker on it right here. So basically when you play games on the Wii, you could hear like partially game. They didn't take out the Wii speaker functions out of the port, which confuses me. I know it's kind of a way of trying to get your attention, but in a way, because the Joy-Cons don't have speakers either, yeah, it kind of confuses me when they go over directions. That's the only thing they should have taken out. I haven't found anything nitpicky yet. Like I said before, I'm going to play Galaxy. I'm going to beat Sunshine. I'm going to play Galaxy, and I'll probably talk about each game in a separate podcast as a segment. Okay, but the main topic of the day. Yeah. You know, the, the cough that, the cough I kept having. Oh, you know, yeah. Cough, you know, the cough, it might have spread the JP already. Uh, I don't know. I have the vaccine. I have the vaccine. I, I got screwed and I didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, so I'm, I'm highly infected with this 64. She, you know, you're 64, like. 64 cough. But, um, okay. Now. Yeah. Sunshine and Galaxy are ports. 64. Yep. Something else. It's a really shitty, it's a really bad emulator. It's horrible. 
it's horrible. Like they use, so after, so you know that there were two versions of Mario 64. There was a version yeah. where you could long jump easily, but the problem was it was a game blicking glitch and you could, and people figured out ways to beat the game. I think the world record right now is about 13 minutes in Mario 64. The fastest, the fastest run of Mario 64 is 13 minutes right now. It's held by someone in Japan, JP. JP's got the double desktop set up. He's going to correct me on everything tonight. Uh, now you're actually wrong. I am wrong. I know I'm wrong. I, isn't, it's 13 to 14 minutes, I'm pretty nah. sure. Well, what is it? What's that's the record? One hour and 38 minutes and 28 seconds. Oh, that's Simply's record. I saw that. I'm talking about the 16-star run record. Uh, all right. Hold on. Hold I'm on. talking about the Simply. Okay. By the way, uh, Simply is the real record holder of that. I watched that stream. He cried. He cried. It got very emotional. But anyways, I'm going to talk about it. It's really bad. They basically, this version, they made the long jump much more difficult to do. And it it's it's okay. They fixed a lot of glitches. You know, they fixed a lot of the platforming, which is fine. But it's horrible. This is a complete emulation of that. They didn't change any of the controls. They didn't update the analog controls with the Switch. Like on my light, I notice a slight delay as I play this game. And I did notice that they made the text more crisp in all the games, but I don't think they replaced it. Yeah. They just made everything more crisp, which is very easy to do if you know simple coding or programming of how to get into these files. But basically, it's horrible. They did nothing. They did absolutely nothing to it. And I feel 64 would be a reason why someone like JP would not buy this package deal. It wasn't updated graphically. Hey, they, you know, um, Sunshine is, was fi is fine. I'm not going to say great. I think it's good. I think it's, like I said before, it's the best version ever. But one downfall I do have of Sunshine is the cutscenes are cropped out a lot. And it's very, very noticeable once you play the game. But 64, like, come on. You didn't even take the time to fix the aspect ratio. Like, I have a $20 Kindle Fire that I only paid 20 bucks for on Black Friday a year ago. And guess what? I have okay. the best version of Mario 64 on it and a better aspect ratio. And I can play it with touch controls with a better, with, with any controller with Bluetooth I want. And I could plug it into your TV with those better aspect ratios. So Nintendo, look, look, at, look at this Unreal project that's going on right now. There's this whole group of people that are messing with Mario 64 with the ported version of the PC with Unreal Engine. They've made some great textures and there's a CGI pack right now where they're adding stuff. They're adding stars, they're adding dinosaurs. Hey, you should hire these people. Make it a separate game, charge 60 bucks for it. JP and I will buy it first day. Millions of fans would buy it that first day. So, you know, just, just, just listen, just listen to us. But so far, um, I'm more, I'm very happy with, 
I'm I'm actually outblown by Sunshine. So I'm going to have to beat it on here and I'll have my full thoughts. Um, but I've actually convinced JP this to get it for Sunshine. Because that, that Sunshine does play much better than it does on the GameCube. And it's definitely not the scholar status of beating Sunshine on the GameCube, but it's a much better user-friendly experience. It's still a very difficult game. I still got like five game overs by trying to get 12 stars. Like anyone does in Sunshine. Well, wait, wait, wait. let's not say any. Except, except me. <laughs> except me. I'm just, I'm just terrible at Sunshine. I'm terrible at it. Are you gonna beat it? Are you gonna beat her and try to get zero game overs? So, are you, are you gonna? So, if I hundred percent this, just like how I hundred percent it on the GameCube. You hundred percent it on the GameCube? Yeah, dude. We did that back in middle school. You, how did we, you get through the final level? Did, did, how did you? First off, because you had to get the blue see, points. Two and words. Like, the boat sinks. You know that boat in the final level? I've seen Let's Plays of it. It's two words. What? The Wheeler. You know who I'm talking about. Did, did he teach you? I know all the secrets. He, he taught you all the secrets? I know all of them. Oh, geez. You know what move I'm trying to figure out how to do right now? You know that one with like flood and you can go on your belly and just go really super fast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, I'm uh, trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. That that looks pretty cool. Yeah. That looks pretty cool. But I'm horrible at sunshine. I'm sun, I'm really bad at sunshine. I'm just trying to beat it. If I could beat it once on any system, that would be an accomplishment for me. Not scholar status of like beating the GameCube game, or 100 percent. Any 100%ers of Sunshine, I massively respect you. I'm sure you wanted to smash your GameCube or Wii. Uh, like you know. About 100 times, but that's beside the point. <laughs> but if you, guys, if you guys definitely did want to get the, the 3D collection, it's worth it for Galaxy and Sunshine alone. Now, um, am I disappointed that they didn't pour over Galaxy 2? Absolutely. Nah. But hey, get, hey, guess what I got? Guess what I got? Because I know this game's going to be hard to get next year. I'm in a bunch of Wii collector forms. And basically, rumors have it this game will be worth over 100 bucks once the Nintendo Wii U shop is down. Guess what I got for 20 bucks? You know what I saw on eBay last night? You know what I Where saw? Where do you see on eBay? Where do you see on eBay last An night? An unopened, original sealed copy of Super Mario Sunshine for the GameCube. How much? 500. You, 500. How much? No, 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 no. We ain't gonna bigger. Much more, much more. Thousand, thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. Okay, that's a little too much. Yeah, that's a bit much to my taste. You know, that's a bit too much. Like the highest, the highest selling Nintendo game ever in this point was the first edition of the Super Mario. It was Super Mario Bros. and it sold for like over a hundred k, and it had that sealed copy. It had like that sealed gaming mark. Yeah, Nintendo. So the guy actually brought it on Pawn Stars before. Like, I remember Pawn Stars. that. Yeah, you saw you saw the episode. Any gaming nerd saw the clip on YouTube. It was after the old man days of Pawn <laughs> Stars. You know, Pawn Stars was a great show. At what? It was time? a great show, and then, and then, and then, you know, Chumley became less Chumley, and then the old man disappeared. He actually passed away in real life, but he disappeared. And the show, the show just wasn't the same. And, you know, we missed the old man. I actually, I, it, it kind of got bad. I, 
when Chumley became less Chumley, but it got really bad when the old man left. Because there was just no one insulting everyone in the yeah. show. But basically, um, that was the copy that sold for over 100K, I believe. Um, so, but yeah, that's the, high, that's the highest selling. And then the highest selling console right now, which was sold to the guy who created the, um, the Oculus Rift, was the... So at one point, believe it or not, Nintendo and Sony were going to make a console together. And... This was the original PlayStation. So the original PlayStation was supposed to be an SNES. And basically, the SNES was going to play 32-bit games. It was going to play like about, yeah, it was going to play about 32-bit games. And then it was going to play the 16, and it was, it was going to play the 16-bit games from the SNES. And guess what Nintendo did to that puppy? They showed it to, they showed it on that, I think that technology show in Las Vegas. Um, what, CES? Yep, they showed it at CES, and Nintendo shut it down. They're like, no. And then we're going to they, – they signed a contract with Panasonic, and we all know what happened from there. It wasn't pretty. That's all I just have to say. But, hey, there was a point where Nintendo and Sony could have been one gaming company. Biggest you mistake have, by could Nintendo. Could you imagine – like, honestly, just for – could you imagine that powerhouse – Dude, they'd be make both companies would be making bank right now. Imagine like you'd have like the best portable and the best console in the one. Microsoft would have been dead already. But they got Halo. Halo Halo won't save them. Halo's not gonna save Microsoft. I want I want someone I think, to come on this podcast and tell me that why Halo is gonna save Microsoft. I think the only thing that Halo is gonna do is sell consoles. Who even plays Halo? If I ask a 12-year-old today what game they want, I'm going to ask them about Halo. Who's going to buy a Halo game besides people uh, our age? And we're like the young yeah. age of Halo. Who by 10 yeah. – because like most of these people who play these games are 10 to like 15-year-olds. If I ask a 10-year-old what Halo was, are they even know what I'm going to talk about? Probably not. They're going to want a PS5 or they're going to want like a Nintendo. Are they going to want to buy an Xbox because of Halo? GTA, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure their friends I'm sure their friends have their big brother or sister, and maybe they snuck around playing GTA. But Halo. Yeah. Who's going to talk about Halo right now? Besides, like, maybe someone our age. Um, I want to meet a kid that – no, I want to meet a 7-year-old that's played Halo or maybe, like, a 13-year-old that is really looking forward to Halo Infinite and that's actually played all the Halo games. But honestly, who in that generation is going to play Halo? Are they going to know about the game? But we'll go back to that with the Microsoft stuff. But, you know, but eventually, you know, Sony and Nintendo could have been one big company. They could have been one big company. And there's only like four of these units known to exist. Ben Heck has one. He has that in his collection. He, He actually got it broken and he fixed it. He actually got the SNES part to work, but not the Sony part to work. Not the PlayStation part to work. Now, if he does figure out how to do that, I'd love for him to post that. If any of you know who Ben Heck is, he was the guy who did the... He was the first big modder of, like, portable... Turning consoles into portables. But basically... Basically, he was given the opportunity to fix up one of these rare systems. 
And I don't know if he owned it or if it was like a friend of his, but he fixed the, the SNES part of it. But he hasn't figured out how to fix the PlayStation part yet. You know what I, I always interesting. You know what I always wanted in middle school. We were middle, middle, and early high school. Was what? those you you seen them? Those like portable like game cubes or like the portable Wii's that you could like bring in. I had I, one. I always. I, I always yeah. I had the I had the VTech screen, and I gave that to a friend, and I regret it to this day. I wish I still had it. I bought my dad got it for me for my birthday. We paid eighty bucks for it. I remember the car rides I had. It was great. And JP's just finding out that I had this, and JP's probably shaking his head like stammer. We've known Why each other. Why do you do this? We've we've known each other for how long? And uh, since we became buds in in fifth grade. Yeah, we met in speech therapy and we did elementary that, school. That that you that, in the, you in, you that, in the NASCAR. A, I was yes, sir. That that you was were, a long... you were. All you talked about was NASCAR. You talked about NASCAR. I don't know if you're still in the NASCAR. But that's all you. Not really. About. Not as a. Not nearly yeah, as much as I was at one point. My... But you were like an element, and you were really in the cars. We had nothing in common in elementary school. I we did not. We had, we had nothing in common. I don't know what you even thought of me. You're probably like, who the heck is this weird kid? You're probably like, who's this weird kid that's in the video games? I don't know where a video game is. Maybe you did. And I, I, maybe, no. I just, maybe, maybe you just kept it quiet. At, but like, at, the, at the time, I was, I was playing on my, uh, my dad's NES. Okay, so you knew where video games were. Oh, you, yeah, just yeah. Didn't, you just didn't know. You didn't know about you didn't know about everything yet. Yeah. All right, so gotcha. let's move it on. Well, let's, we'll we'll go on to the uh, the PS5 part of our conversation for today. So Sony comes out, right now. Originally, when they launched the PS5, or they give the presentation for the PS5, they're like PS1, two, three, and four games, all going to be covered at some point most at launch you're going to be able to play these games right which is a big thing for a lot of uh, a lot of gamers because if they sold their old consoles they want to play their old games that they grew up with yeah it is i still have my copy of my little my uni- my little unicorn for ps1 and i definitely want yeah you got game. you got that yeah i can yeah, see it's that. a great game great game you know yeah underrated underrated for sure yeah yeah underrated i also um, like barbie barbie's dream house is also a great yeah. game too Oh yeah, and you know what's also great too? What's that? The best PC games of all time. Um, Pop Putt. The Pop Putt series is. Yeah. It puts Skyrim to shame. I'm sorry. You know what? Best PC game of all time. All right, I'm gonna get off sidetrack for you. you know what game I remember playing too many hours and for PC. This is like, like, twelve years ago. The what game was this? The Spore games. Do you remember those? Dude, like, I made the most. I made the most demented creatures in that game. <laughs> I made one that kind of looked like a pickle, and he's and his species and his like whole entire colony lasted longer than I expected. We took over about we took over about five planets, and then I pissed off I pissed off one of these buff peep alien planets, and they took they destroyed me. I don't know. I remember. They found, anyway, they found, they found they found my creature's weakness. Get back on task here. That's what we do here. No, we gotta, and the, we call I had, the call I had was like, it kind of sounded like Toad. But it was like, ah, 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 
That was like the call we had. The other creatures I made only lasted like we only took over one planet and then we got demolished after that. I wasn't great at that game. I was really bad. So back on task here. So Sony comes out and they're like, yeah, we're not, we don't know when that's coming, if it's coming. And I'm like, oof. You know, so here, I'll show you real quick. Hold up. Someone like me, that's not a problem for myself because I have. Oh, there it is. I have the pat. There it is. He, he, He brings it out. He brings it out. The fat bastard. There's there's a lot of sports games that got the are Spider-Man no- font. Got the Spider-Man font on that. It's, it hasn't come off yet. Hasn't melted off yet. Not yet. See, I have Dude, a lot of sports games. You can sell that for so much money on eBay right now. Oh, it's yeah, I know funny. I can. And so that can play both PS2 and PS3 games. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't get rid of my consoles. But, like, a lot of fans, a lot of fans are upset. And they're so upset they're gonna, they want to go to the dark side. See, they're so upset at Sony right now. They want to make a statement. And they're going with Xbox. And despite... Uh, okay. <laughs> now, I don't agree with this. I don't either. Just wait. Furthermore, to, to make put the nail in the coffin even worse. So pre-orders went out, right? We get, we get the price. The digital edition... Uh, it's three ninety nine, right? I'm not sure they have this right actually. So uh, the digital edition is about four hundred dollars, and then the yeah. one of the disc drive, I believe, is five hundred dollars. Yeah, it, you're you're correct. Yeah, I just that's, the, that's from that's actually from the diagram you gave me. I yeah, actually memorized that. So just gotta, I just want to double check, but you're right. So but, yeah, pre-orders went up, and they were supposed to go up this today, this morning. But they got leaked in all the big retails the night before. And people started – the bots started getting in with the pre-orders. A lot of yeah, people – Yeah, and the, and the bots – and the bots, man. The bots are, are a huge problem right now in the gaming world. And a lot of, a lot of Sony fanboys are upset because of it. They're blaming Sony. And I think – I don't know if I would blame Sony specifically, but like, you know, you know, it's a real thing. So they're so angry with them. They're going to go with Xbox just so they have a console day one. Wait, so they're going to have a console day one, but what games are coming out on Xbox? JP? See, that's it. Your, your, your Xbox exclusives, they're not coming out to next, the end of 2021. So you are literally dropping four, five hundred, up to six hundred bucks, depending what bundle you get, on a comp- just so you could have next gen graphics, or you could wait a couple months, you know, when the PS5s are in stock early next year. Most games that are coming out later this year, like Cyberpunk, like the next Call of Duty, they're doing they're doing cross generations, so. You know, if I, if I have a PS4 and you have a PS5, we can play together. It's no big. But this this movement of just buying an Xbox just to despite Sony, I don't know. I find that to dude, be a... Dude, a I don't waste. agree. Because, like, I don't know, like, I think I've kind of learned of, like, the Switch. Just wait. Because, oh, yeah. like, I, 
you know, I, I like, I did like, I did like, I did like Breath of the Wild a lot, but you know, honestly, I would have been happier probably waiting. I honestly, I would only buy a Nintendo console at launch if we got a next gen Mario game. If it was going to be yeah. a next gen art, art Mario game that was going to be life changing like Odyssey was, I would buy a Nintendo console at launch. But like, honestly, it's better to wait because like, an example I can give is my Switch Lite. You know, um, I played my Switch mostly on portable mode, and I have I have smaller hands than most people, so my hands cramp. And also, yeah. I got debt finger. I got I was really now. If any of you know what I'm talking about. Debt fingers when you play Nintendo Switch Joy-Con so much that your your thumb debts. Yet you get a perfect circle. You can look it up on Google. It's an actual thing. I've gotten it so many times. JP knows what I'm talking about. Any Switch fanboy who's played their the regular size Switch for hours and hours, but I, you know, and I still have my regular Switch. It's right down here with my other gaming consoles. I have my SNES Classic, NES Classic. You know, um. We and you know all that but you know I'm, i really like my switch light it's much lighter does everything i needed to do if that was the option that came out at launch i probably would have just bought in that one but this came out two years later and all the switch games at that point were widely available you know and yeah you know like this is a better version i think with the ps5 we're gonna have a slim model come out and we're gonna have a more powerful version come out in like five years Oh, yeah. I think I'd say like five to six years. I'm going to say like six years because of the pandemic. And it's just going to be hard for them to get in circulation until maybe tw- the end of 2021. So I'm going to say until like, I'm going to give it five to six years, but I'd rather wait that period because, hey, I'm going to get a console. Not only am I going to get a console, I'm going to get the exclusive cheaper. Because yeah. Sony does drop their price points to $20 to $40 very, very quickly. That's one thing I do like about Sony. Yeah. Even though their games don't hold the values Nintendo games, you can't afford them. Yeah. You can get a $20 great game. And a lot of indie titles go on Sony content too. But, you know, my opinion just – I'd wait it out. Yeah, like, same. just stick with your PS4 because you're yeah. going to get the – you're going to get the – as long as this pandemic is a problem, you're going to still get the same games for a while. They're not going to like, it's not going to be like the original Xbox, Nintendo with the Wii U. They're going to keep making games for a while because the majority of people are still on PS4 and you got to support those fans. Like Sony could lose their business. If, if, they, if Sony ended production of the PS4 tomorrow and like we're going straight out PS5, they would be done in the gaming industry. That'd be the stupidest yeah. thing. If they didn't, if they didn't support they could do. cross platform or cross generations, these next few big titles, it would really hurt them. But I know, and they're gonna have to do it for the next couple of years because of what's going on right now. Yeah. If they want to, if they want to have their fan base, still, they're gonna have to do this for the next couple of years. So, like, honestly, just wait it out. You could try getting one. You know, I know it's hard to get out to retail right now. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Like, You're going to get the same games, you know, and like the not most the biggest of, deal in the world. The, the, the next two few games. So, Miles Morales Spider-Man is coming to the PS4 as well. So, like, I'm good there. Well, yeah, because they have to in yeah. order to make the profits. Um, Cyberpunk, I'm getting on PC, so I'm not even worried about it. So, like, I'm probably going to wait 
for like the next Spider Spider Man two for the PS five, honestly, which would be like a few years away anyway. So. Yeah, I, I completely completely get that, but like honestly, I don't think this is Sony's fault. Like, uh, no, you're, you're against scapulars who are using bots right now. Yeah, like and it, it's, it, it's the it's the age that we're living for, you know, for getting consoles and video games. It's just you know, and I hope that. So basically the way it works is Sony gives each retailer a certain number of systems to release at launch. So necessarily that's not Sony's fault. The problem is these retailers, a lot of people have gotten very sneaky and greedy during COVID. So basically what a lot of these people do is they'll have like a computer system that has bots and they'll have like certain codes to the links. When they go up, the bot can buy it for them. They could buy like that. They could sell, like we mentioned before, we have Teddy selling the PS4, PS5 for 200 grand charging $100 shipping. Teddy, why you got to be like that? Exactly. So it's like, don't be a Teddy, guys. Don't be a Teddy. But like, you know, I get why you're scapling consoles because of hard times. But like, you know, and I'm going to say I used to scapple stuff, but I don't do it anymore. It's not okay. You want to give fan, if you can. You know, I even started waiting, and even during the switch, I help people out rather than scalpel them. Yeah, so it made I, me I feel good when I gave someone a console and they like actually kept it. You know, or like I they I saved someone's spot in line. You know, I told them where to go. It it that made me feel good rather than me go to the store. Yeah. I scalpeled like five of them and I sold them for like a thousand bucks. You know, I think. I think, you know, these are fans. These are people that are going to own these consoles for years. And, you know, I really hope that these retail stores have much more security measures put in. And I think that will happen within the next year or so. Yeah. I think there needs to be security measures on how they do it. Do you agree with me on that? I do. I do. Like, I, uh, it can be, you know, it might be a pain in the butt, but. I there think, has I, to be something done about it with online yeah, they, orders. They have to do some kind of restrictions for it, for sure. Um, so, but yeah, I don't. Well, so I don't think it's a problem they'll solve tomorrow. I think it'll be no. something that maybe they'll figure out within the next year. Yeah, for so. sure. And you know, and then people are gonna say, "Hey, Max, you know, Nintendo." Nintendo, like, really, really, you know, Nintendo does a great job with that. I think with the 3D All-Stars, they shorthanded retailers. You know, um, a lot of people today got screwed over with the not getting their physical copy. But, like, you know, that's a different stuff. That's, that relates yeah. to this. I don't, I think at this case, you know, Sony does know how many they're going to give to each retailer. It's just, like, they, the retailer's job is to sell them. And, you know, of course, they're going to make the profit. But, you know... There's only, this is not necessarily Sony's fault. This is more of like the retailers that are selling the consoles for them, figuring it out. Yeah. So, you know, um, just be patient. I'm sure Sony's highly aware of it. Um, I think they will release a statement. They'll have, um, they have a very good PR team. Yeah, they do. And they, they, it might be to the point where they might be aware of the bots and they might start setting restrictions on retailers. Hey, we're not going to give you the PS5 if the spot situation is still a problem. I think there might be something like that. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. We just have to wait and see and find out. But 
I'm not terribly worried. I'm gonna wait a couple of years before I get mine. Okay, great. So uh, we'll move the discussion over to the uh, the green side of the of the forest, if you will. Good, our, our buddies over at Xbox. So, uh, you know, they're over here. They're feeling pretty confident. You know, they're gonna have any Xbox game that's ever been released. You can play on the new Xbox. I I call that BS. Uh, I, I will BS. say this: if they can knock it out, if this actually legit, if it's there is issues with it, I think that's a great selling point for them. That's if they could, if it works. That's it, a, it is, but like I feel there's going to be like restrictions on what games you can play it with it. Yeah, like, that's what. Yeah, I'm curious. That's what I'm worried about. Like, lift up that fat PS5, PS3 you have. Get the get the fat bastard out right now. See this fat bastard. Most people who have this play it so much that the that the, the Spider-Man font from 2009 falls off. That falls off on most consoles. You have to create a pretty fat console for it to back, be backwards compatible for that. Yeah. So that's the only console I know in existence that's been able to play each previous console yeah. that an official company has made. So my concern is that with the Xbox 360, they did a good job. They got most of the Xbox games working, but you weren't able to play some titles. You had to like, there was like a list and there was like an update with the 360. Then they did the same thing with the Xbox One and it was very limited to what Xbox 360 games you could play on there. Yeah. And I don't think that list grew much. I could be absolutely wrong, but it wasn't think, as big as it. I think by the end big. of the life, it was pretty big, but you know, that's. But. Fun. My question for Microsoft is if you could bring that list over to the newest Xbox and more, how are you going to do that? How are you, are you going to have a cons are you going to have a console that could do that at launch? I don't think you're going to. Yeah. Well, like we'll you say, know, we'll see. Um, we could I be wrong. Think, we could be completely wrong. I do. You can have game pass. You can play any Xbox can you repeat game. that? Because you, you just cut out. Yeah, you yeah. just had to cut out. Yeah, just, so just repeat it. So Yeah. So, you know, right now on PC, you can play any Xbox game you want to at all. Yeah, exactly. Any kind, of, any kind of game pass. So there's no real advantage of having an Xbox, you know? My, my thought with that is, Microsoft, just take take xbox out behind the shed all right put it out of its misery just bring all your resources together and 100 percent just focus on game development i fully agree i think microsoft could take down steam if a company could take down if my if a company could take out steam in like a five-year period microsoft could do it They've tried yeah. buying out the company many times. I know there have been times where they've created social media platforms to compete with Facebook. Yep. And stuff. But I believe, I honestly believe, and peop, you may laugh at me, I believe Microsoft could, can defeat Steam in, oh, like no. a fi- in I, five years. I definitely they have, the, they have the resources. They have, higher, they have more higher influential people on their team than they do yeah. on Valve. You know, um, I think Microsoft... I think Xbox, we could say X, we might not even be talking about Steam in five years. We might be talking about 
Microsoft bought out Steam in five years because they're doing so bad. So I, they might be buying out Valve, but Microsoft could crush them. I if they I think that's their... what they should honestly do. Um, I know I know Jimmy, that's in the eighth grade right now, is getting upset because he doesn't want his Xbox to go away, but it's okay. It's gonna now, be where okay. Jimmy does Jimmy know where Halo is? See, Jimmy. Well, well yeah. eighth grader today know where Halo is? Yeah, it's Halo Five. But do they know the original Halo games? Do yeah. they know about two? Two is the best one. Agreed. Number two is great. Two is the best one. Had the best story. Had the best multiplayer. Mostly people buy Halo Two for multiplayer, but the story was the best. Three was I'd say just as good as one, and then it kind of went down at four, and then five was. Once the, I never played five. Uh, I watched gameplay of five. Enough to know you, that you I didn't even attempt to play five. I, I love how you said, "Yeah, I watched gameplay." Uh, I, I saw enough for me known to not buy it. Not buy it. I, I honestly we, want... Wait, then, we, then we have uh, Infinite coming. It got delayed, but it's coming. It, uh... Infinite? Yeah, so was... is Infinite supposed to be like six? Is it a so sequel? What... Well, what's it supposed to be exactly? So what, what, exactly, what, what, what I it? know about it is that... So it's technically six, right? Yeah. But their plan is to update it for the next 10 years for multiplayer. So they don't have to keep on making new ones. They're just going to keep them updating it for, like, the multiplayer servers. Okay. But, but the only issue – But I have those issues with that. Oh, you yeah, there's to, a lot of issues with it. One is you have to create a graphical art style that's going to age well past 10 years. Like World of Warcraft. Yeah. People still play that game. I don't know oh, if yeah. the numbers oh, are as big. Uh, but like, no. it's an art style that it's, you know, it kind of looks outdated, but it's held up. Yeah. My, my biggest, thi- my biggest thing is, you know, Fortress the last two. Yeah. Cell shaded, cell shaded, you know, that's held up back to Zelda Wind Waker HD. Agreed. Yeah. 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 My it, question, it, my question for, uh, the team is your last Xbox game, uh, an Xbox, excuse me. Your last Halo game was not loved. Right, it was very mixed reaction by the fans. Yeah. If if you mess this up, you're telling me that, that this is the game they're stuck, Halo game they're stuck for the next ten years with. Uh dude, it's. it's I don't know. That's it's just, that's. They're. I don't know. I think since Xbox One, the Xbox team hasn't been on board. They got too cocky with 360. Now the 360 had numerous issues. We had that Red Rain of Death. Yep. That, that was, that's considered to be one of the biggest gaming flops. Basically, if you had a fat Xbox 360, which my brothers had, basically you got it. Any fat console, black or white, doesn't matter what version, gray, you got it at some point during its life. The Red Rain. Red I remember news stories. They lost billions of dollars. They made it back. They made it back eventually, but yeah, they lost a lot of money because of it. Very, very, very disappointing. But, like, you know, it's like I – and what I also don't get, too, about the new consoles is they look like PCs. I loved yeah, how – I love the original look of the Xbox because the original look of the Xbox made it unique. It made it feel like a game console. Yes, it was based off of PC hardware, but it was unique. It had – it was green, you know, despite the fat controllers that none of us like to talk about. It had – they didn't revise it. 
you know, I felt like I felt like the strongest console they ever came up with graphically and in technological aspects is the original Xbox. It just looked cool. It looked cooler compared to the Nintendo GameCube and it looked cooler compared to the PS2. GameCube is iconic. I'd say the GameCube's better designed than the PS2 because the handlebar thing was like uh, you could bring it to your friend's house and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty sick with the GameCube. It's like a lunchbox you could take with you to school. <laughs> but, like, why don't, why I liked about the Xbox was it made it look bad, made it look badass. This is the, this is the big boy console, like how the Sega Genesis was the big boy console of that generation. Yeah. And then the 360 had a really cool design. It didn't look like a computer. It looked like a console. And then yes, it it was white, but they kept the green aspect and they kept the Xbox feel of it, which I really appreciated. And then we had Xbox One. What the heck is this? Is this a, a DVR system? Yeah, is this a yeah, yeah, system? yeah, yeah. You know what? What are you doing, to Microsoft? Even the slim models look look like an Xbox, look like a game console. Are you trying to make this to an entertainment center? Are you trying to compete with like Roku, Google? You know, the, all these, all these like entertainment stuff, Google gaming, Stadium. if you're making a gaming console, gaming comes first. One thing Nintendo did do right with the switch gaming came first. So what we didn't get Netflix on it. Maybe net, I think Netflix in all the, I'm pretty sure all that stuff's available now. I could be yeah. wrong. Nah, I, I'm pretty sure it is too. It is. But like one thing I respect Nintendo, they focus on their games first. And that stuff didn't come out until later, which is fine. Cause let's be honest. If you're buying a gaming console for $300, you have something that plays that you have either have a computer, you have a smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. Most TVs now have like an entertainment thing built in it. You know, it's like, and I felt like of the Xbox one, they ignored the gaming part. They ignored that. This is a gaming division. We're an entertainment vision. We have to, we have to like, we have to make sure the whole family can use it for multiple uses. And we did, my family did use the Xbox 360 for a while as the, as the Netflix thing. Cause it was great. Cause with the Wii, yes, you could stream Netflix, but at first it had to be through a disc. It was a Netflix disc. You, you've seen the Netflix disc, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically it was this disc that had Netflix software. I don't know if it still works. It might. I don't have mine anymore, but basically you got Netflix.com's URL and you could stream anything you wanted on the Wii. That was pretty cool. But one thing I felt like the Wii kind of screwed up with the gaming world, and this only really affected Microsoft. And it did affect Nintendo with the Wii U, but it really affected Microsoft, the Xbox One. Gaming didn't come first. They were more worried about family. They weren't yep. worried about, they lost their hardcore audience. I think there are still people that follow Xbox. I'm sure. I know the one did good at first and then the switch came and the PS five, the PS four got, did better in sales afterwards and got the same exclusives. And they, they, Sony was doing things that Microsoft wasn't doing, which allowed a lot of people to switch over. But like, and the, and the PS4 just runs better than the Xbox One. My, my good friend, my good buddy Patrick had an Xbox One. We'd play GTA. I, I remember playing GTA 5 on both consoles. He never, he didn't have instantaneously, but GTA 5 runs so much better on the PS4 than it does on the Xbox One. Yeah. 
So, but I felt like Microsoft, they're like, we're not a gaming company, we're a computer company. We're going to make a good, powerful computer. And, you know, the Xbox One X, for example, still the most powerful console out there right now. But do you have games to support that? Do you have like that first party title that shows that graphical power? Do yeah, you I have good games? I don't Power think doesn't gonna... mean you're going to have a successful console. The Wii proved that. The Switch is proving that right now. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see good, like, pretty solid, like, Xbox exclusives until, like, a full year after its release. The Game Boy. The Game Boy had. The Game Boy had better first-party titles than the Xbox One. And that's an 8-bit console. That's green and black. That's green and gray, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So, like... For this Xbox, so basically what worries me is that, and I know they're going to fail. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. If this happens, if one year from now, if it fails, I will, the biggest Xbox fan could dare me something to do something, and I'll do it. But like, basically, is this console going to really be a gaming system? I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be marketed as a computer and I think this will be the last Xbox because of that. They're losing their focus. They lost their focus, well, which upsets me. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very disappointing. But we'll see. We will see what you know. We're a couple months away from the uh, official release date. It's going to be interesting. Now, what's interesting is even though Sony, the PlayStation Five, is having problems right now, Sony is ahead of everyone with remote access right now with the streaming idea you could play a game anywhere on your tablet sony's ahead of everyone right now with that yeah so so like you know is and i feel microsoft could pull that off too mm-hmm. so like i feel like if xbox became a service i think it could be what google stadia was supposed to be a great great streaming service i think i think microsoft could take down valve eventually if they had if they got their act together okay we're a computer company but we want to be in gaming still let's focus on the future rather than have a physical console we could have so i think microsoft does have the potential of beating google to that they could be much more successful than google stadia and anyone that's done that i think they could beat sony they have the experts they just need they need to they just need to get the right people on the right day and the right team and they could get their act together. So um, but yeah, so I guess we can uh, we'll move on to our last topic for the evening. Mm-hmm. So uh it was early in the week Disney drops this Mandalorian two trailer. Right? Oh uh-huh. that's right. Good old good old Mickey's in here. I want your money. Uh-huh. He's got, he's got it. You know, he's got it. He, he knows he's got it. He knows. Um, you know. Subscribe to Disney Plus. Uh-huh. We got the Simpsons. Well, most of the episodes. There's a few they won't. They, no, they, no, no. All episodes. Uh-huh. Every uh, single episode. No, uh, we know better. All episodes. That. Yeah, okay. Um. But the trail looks amazing. Uh, you know, people have spotted uh, Sabine from Rebels, from Star Wars Rebels, in the trailer. Yeah. So, you know, 
there's a lot of speculation what's going on with her and Ahsoka because Ahsoka's in season two. Uh, it seems like they're going to set up that, that Rebel sequel show that we're finally going to get, finally. Um, but uh, all the Baby Yoda stuff looks amazing, as always. Uh, the, it, season two looks just like they've taken season one and just put it to the max. And uh, I don't know, I'm really excited about it. It just looks so good. This this is probably going to be the number one TV show this year. I could see it. I really could. It, it will probably be the number one TV show this year, and plus is affordable. I'm yeah. I'm currently on JP's plan, but because I because I can't, you know, I'm trying to save money for school, but like, you know, seven bucks a month. You can't beat great it. Great deal. You really can't beat it. You got all these like Disney just owns so much now, you know. Sure. And, you know, so, you got like all Marvel, you got all the, you got all the, you know, you got the companies that Disney owns now on plus it's, it's, a, it's actually a great service. It's not bad. I think it runs better than Hulu does, even though Disney does own Hulu now. Yeah. It runs better than Hulu. Um, but that drops uh, later next at the end of the next month. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy uh, two month uh, adventure. And then after that, um, after that, uh, and in the beginning of December, we have uh, WandaVision, which is the this, the first uh, MCU TV show they're dropping, which I thought it was getting delayed because of COVID and everything. But they came out, said that it's still gonna, they're going to still release it by the we, end of... Uh, we have a waste. We have a waste. I'll kidnap my actors. I'll keep him in a cage. Oh, we're, we're going to... We're, uh, we're putting our actors in cages now, huh? Cages, yes, uh-huh. Trying to get that profit. That's what isn't, good old Walt taught me. Isn't that illegal? No, 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 no. I talk to Walt's brain every single day, uh-huh. Okay. Talk to his brain. His brain's telling me this stuff. Walt's still alive. Is he now? You see, secret to Disney World. Was that we kidnap children? Oh. We feed them to Walt's brain. That way, you can stay alive. Uh huh. <laughs> we can do the same thing to our actors. We own them. Uh huh. So you're telling me I gotta, I gotta when when YouTube when I upload this to YouTube, I can have to say it's not safe for kids. Is this what you're telling me? Oh, no, no, no. Disney, we're, we're a family-friendly company. I didn't say any of that. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be I'm, – I'm excited for uh, what they're doing with WandaVision, the different time jumps. They're going to really explore – finally explore her powers to the uh, mutant that she is. You know, now with them owning Fox, they can actually do mutants, truly. Good old family, friendly content. Uh huh. Put the kids together, get the family wrapped around in blankets. Uh huh. And you can watch watch your favorite shows with our non-cage actors. Uh huh. I, I got I got a question for you. Well, what? Mick. What? Do you know Do you know Elmo? Are you guys like buddies? Is it like a rivalry? Like what's going on with this? Like what's up with that? Oh, that. You know, we, we don't talk. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you don't know him? Or you just don't, don't talk? Know 
We don't know. We don't know each other. Uh-huh. I should introduce you sometime. Me and Almo, we go way back. We got a history. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he doesn't like me very much. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. This is Yammer. This is Yammer. Almo. Yammer's here. now here. Who is this voice? Who is the voice? My name is Yammer. I miss you to, I miss you to talk. I miss you to talk about the late night show with Yammer. But not too late show with Yammer. I need to kill Matt. That's you right, you got you got your HBO Max deal. That's right, Emma's guys. HBO Max stream is true. Hammer wants you. Hammer misses you. Nine, nine. What? What? What is that? It's Emma's ending song. Uh huh. This is Emma. Emma's so excited. Emma's super, super, super excited. Emma's super excited for HBO Max. Oh, well, I, I got a question for you. Well, what's your question? Emma, Emma doesn't have a lot of time right now. How's Pikachu? Emma's got to you, and if you, Emma's got to do stuff with Jimmy, my boy Jimmy. Jimmy, who's yeah. Jimmy? Oh, uh, you know that, right now. You know that person on TV. Emma's right. person on TV, yeah. Emma does great stuff with Jimmy Kimmel. He do lots of stuff. That's all Emma's gonna say on here. All right. All right. Yeah, we gotta keep it. We gotta keep everything family friendly. <laughs> oh, okay, you guys, let's get out of here. Get, get, get. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. Damn this neighbor. will never happen again. This will or never happen. Again. But, um, on a on a serious note, um, WandaVision looks pretty sick. Yeah, the concept looks sick. I'm excited for what they're gonna go with it. Um, set her up for the Doctor Strange sequel. It's gonna be. Oh, good. that's we got Sam Raimi on that. Ah, da, 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 da. I thought you were gone. Oh no, I'm back. I never left. Just one now over me. I'm back. Sam Raimi's a great director. I, He's gonna I, fix Doctor Strange. I think that with his style, it can it, it can work really well, or it's not gonna work at all. Okay. On a serious note, I I'm worried about Doctor Strange. I'm really worried about it. I think it's gonna be like it's, it's gonna be like what well, you you I, know it's gonna be a bad film when the lead actor is worried about it. Like I think that it's been over a year and a half since we had that announcement, and we haven't heard a thing since. So I'm wondering if they're gonna push it back, if they're actually gonna look for a different director. Like there hasn't been like a lot of news. Like when a lot of Marvel movies for production, there's always updates on it. So you just hire the Russo brothers to do it. They 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 would do the best job with it. The, just the hire Russo- the Russo brothers. If you want a PG thirteen movie, that's gonna be great with adult humor. Just get the Russo brothers to do it. The Russo brothers just have them do it. I Marvel. think they can do the. I think they can do the Tobey Maguire cameo. I have nothing against that. Just yeah. don't like shove it in. I'm sure Sam Raimi's gonna do that. He's gonna shove it. He's gonna really shove it down. The audience goes, oh, hey, Tobey Maguire's in the movie. You know, the child face act. Okay, so I have nothing against Tobey Maguire. I just think the Sam Raimi movies did not age well. And no, there's Spider-Man 3. And, there, and there's Spider-Man 3. But at the time, they were great. They actually started the comic book. You know, yeah. that, that and the X-Men movie, the first three X-Men movie started the comic book, like, industry again for, like, movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, basically, like, they just didn't age well. I think the Marvel films... 
except for Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk, which we don't talk about. But, like, not as bad as Aim Lee's Incredible Hulk. That's even worse. Oh. That one's pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty a... bad. But, like, um, it's pretty bad. But, like, what I'm trying to say is that the Marvel films have aged better. Yes, so, far, you know, I, I worry I worry about Doctor Strange. I think oh, they're going to estrange the mul- – I think they're just trying to shove down the multiverse stuff, and that yeah. really worries me. And, it, and like, you have the lead actor that's even stated the same stuff in interviews. You can look sure. it up. So um, I don't know what's going to happen with the film. Um, a dream of mine would be I wake up tomorrow morning, um, and the Russo brothers have that. They just – they they they're the directors now, and I'd be, I'd have hope again at least. We'll see. I'm I'm not giving but, all hope up, but we'll. You like, know, I would, if I hear that news and Black Widow is gonna come out in the end of the year on demand, I'd be happy. All right, sure. but speaking of that, um, Tenant failed, failed yeah. completely, failed in the movie well, theaters. What do you mean failed? This thing, which is I, which is a surprise. And now people are saying that it's amazing. It's def- the best experience is definitely seeing it in the movie theater, which is true. Yep. However, we're in a pandemic right now. And I got what Chris Nolan was saying. So probably in Chris Nolan's eyes, which everyone thought at this point back in May was, oh, things will be back to a new normal in like around July or September. Let's mm-hmm. just release it then. I can get, I can save the box office, which I feel like in normal circumstances, and everyone works together in the same plan that could have been possible. I think he could have. He does have the power to do that. Mm-hmm. His directing does. However, we're still in the pandemic hasn't really gotten much better in many, many states, even what news media says. You know, um, a lot of people are scared to go to the theater right now. Uh, I think Tenet's going to make its profit back when it's released on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. And I think they should charge, and they should charge at least. 15 to 30 dollars for it when you watch it yeah i think they i think they can make their money back and that's what they should have done with lot they should have had it been in movie theaters and just exclusively on hbo max and you had to pay a 30 dollar fee which i think many many people would have done yeah i think it could have i think it could have actually gotten i think it could have gotten close to endgame numbers because no one's really doing anything right now yeah and they give something to do and you know you could have streaming parties you know you know, so I really, really think it's going to make its profits back. But like in the movie theaters, it completely bombed. No one's going to see it in theaters right now. Yeah. And people who have seen it in theaters are going to like private parties or they're trying to go when no one else is going. So just not a good time, you know, and I feel like tenant failing is like, this is like a sign. Oh, yeah. Because like Disney, you have Disney watching. Disney's like, we have like, black we have like black widow coming out at the end of the year what we're gonna do with black widow my opinion just release it on plus i know milan failed but honestly i i'm not a big fan of those disney live action remakes yeah i feel like the reason mulan failed is i get the idea of like having technology we could do this with technology now but lion king is so cringeworthy to watch i said it the lion king is bad the live action version is bad you know you know, I know, I know people out there that believe like the animals are real. They're not real. They're all, it's all CGI. It's all human actors. Okay. Just if the Lion King was real with real animals, none of the animals would be alive right now. But 
back to the main topic. I don't like this idea. So I like the idea of Sony of Disney, sorry, Disney and Sony got that mixed up. I like the idea of Disney remaking stuff with newer technology, new like yeah, animation technology, which is really cool. Like um Toy Story 4, not a terrible film, but like basically like there were parts of that film where I thought I was looking at a picture. I was looking at like a really I was looking at an actual live action film yeah you know cgi in that film is great you know it's a really good member movie it's a really fun movie to watch that's all i have to say about toy story 4 it's a really fun movie it's not like the best it's not the best film in the world but it's like a really good yeah and they ended it off where like they're not gonna make anymore yeah which i think is good which, honestly and I, I i think they could branch off the toy story i think they could focus on more of the other toys besides Woody and buzz yeah. Which I think they, they will do and I think they could be successful with. But um that's just an example of like, you know, a franchise where they actually use new animation technology. I thought I think it would be cool if they remade those films with new animation technology. Yeah. But they're doing it in live action and it's like kind of corny in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a gimmick, you know, like when you buy like a No, certain- I agree. I agree. So but. it's like a gimmick and like it's not great. You know, and I, I never was, like, a fan of, like, Disney animation films. Um, I always really liked Pixar a lot, the earlier Pixar films, like mm-hmm. the first Incredibles, and Incredibles 2 was great. That's a great film. And I felt like it was good for them to release it later because the second one, in my opinion, is not as good as the first one. The animation's really good. Yeah. But it's more of like a family film, and they it's it's a very 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 mem- it's a very good member film, and it was also the same year where Spideyverse came out. Yeah, when I watched Spide- uh, when I watched The Incredibles too, it felt more like one point five than a whole second film. No, I agree. I agree because like it told them a story where they all superheroes became legal again. Yeah, but. Brad Bird did do a good job of that film. It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad film. Jake's yeah. not saying it's a bad film. It's just like, I think if they made a number three, they really have to do a big turnaround. They're really gonna. He's really gonna have to figure out the formula, a good formula for that. I think he'll do that. He's directed one of the best animation films, in my opinion, the, the Iron Giant. Have you ever seen that? Yep. That's when his him and his team of animators. You know, I'm Superman moment before the giant blows, before the metal machine blows up in the plant. That that always makes me cry right there. Yeah, it's it's always a tearjerker. It's a really it's a really good film. Did it do well in the box office? Box office box office, but hey, it aged well. Microsoft, you should be taking notes right now on how the age things well. But yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I you know it's. I'm not against people remaking movies, but don't make it like a gimmick. Yeah, don't I make agree. it bad. But yeah, so um, I guess that'll be a good ending point. Um, yeah. Question I have for you guys today: um, If you're listening to this YouTube channel and you're one of the five subscribers, what what do you think about the Disney stuff? Um, also, another question I have for you guys: What do you think of RGT85? He's very cringeworthy, in my opinion. I think he just, I, I, he, I think he just wants views. Right, but his information isn't right, which yep. bothers me. Which really bothers me as a Nintendo fan. I used to watch him and he wasn't terrible, but 
the guys I watch now, I really like are Spawn Wave is very, very reliable. And he corrects himself too. Like when RGT85 said this information isn't true, he doesn't say he misinformed people. Those people do. And then Review Tech USA is really good. And then Boogie used to be good. There was a time where Boogie used to be good. What does he was, does he, let's, wait. Let's end off with talking about Boogie. Does Have he you heard mean, about Boogie? Have you heard about Boogie Travels? That's the last I've heard of Boogie. He made a new channel called Boogie's Travels. I like. You guys know what I'm talking about, Boogie. Um, Boogie2918. Um, great guy. He was a great YouTuber, but um, this past year has kind of had a meltdown. And yeah, basically, I'm just giving you guys a short summary. But basically, um, because of that, um, he got bullied and he got too in depth for fit. And basically, um, his channel's not no more anymore. So um, I don't know if he's still making content or not. Last I heard was he was made he made a new channel called Boogie Travels, and I saw two videos of that. Oh yeah, that was pre it. that was pre COVID. Hmm. Oh boogie. But yeah, um, oh you know that's someone that I believe that could have a comeback. Like Review Tech USA had a similar thing happen, but he came back. Yeah, he I think did. he's almost at a million subscribers now. And he's doing better numbers right now than Boogie is. But, like, if someone could have a comeback and have, like, a podcast and have a 180, Boogie could do it. I believe that Boogie could have a good comeback. The question is, is when, when will he – the question is, is when is he going to learn how, not how to deal with online haters? Yeah, that's it. It's the real is the real question, and when's he gonna get his act together and start doing what we want to see? And you know, but other than that, we have nothing against him. We hope nothing for the best for him, and I honestly believe he'll be very successful one day once this rough patch of his, you know, yeah, if when he's he gets still going for it. He, if he, I don't know if he's still going through it. He used to be like he used every five videos he was talking about it. Yeah, it but, was a um, lot at one point. It was it was a lot, but I hope nothing for the best for him, and I think he can have a really big good comeback. You know, um, you know, he did lose a lot of weight. He did get his teeth fixed. He actually got new teeth. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I I do believe that he can have a huge comeback. I honestly believe that. You may disagree with me, but I believe he can have a huge comeback. All right, guys, so um, that's it for today. Um, JP, any, any final ending points before we knock um, off Remember, Sony's top dog, Xbox is not. And Nintendo is in its own world. It, Nintendo's in its own world. We've just all come to terms that Nintendo's always just going to be there. That is, that is, that is correct. They're just going to have a console. It's going to be different than from everybody's. May not be successful. But they'll still be there. That they will be. Unless unless our friend Mick. Oh, uh, I didn't tell you. Mick, get out of here. I didn't tell you. I'm, I'm going to buy them. You're going to buy who? Nintendo. Oh, I want to see this. Actually. The red cap. The red cap is more recognizable than me now. Uh-oh. I'm going to own them. I'm going to own them. See, I have a plan. I have a plan. You know, once switched Ultimate Deluxe Plus fails, I'm going to swoop in and get them at the lowest point. <laughs> Nintendo will become part of the Disney 
family-friendly company, Grandpa. Okay, okay, Mick, get, get, get out of here. Okay, Mick, so you got to get out gone. of here. So Mick's gone. Okay, so not a surprise. He'll, he'll try, buy, try and buy not Nintendo. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Disney tried to buy Same. him out. I could see it. Got, you got, like, basically the Nintendo characters now with younger generations are more recognizable than the Disney characters. Yeah. Now, I actually want to, I actually want someone to fight me on that. If you are a Disney fan and you want to fight me, which characters are more recognizable, um, just want to have a genuine debate. JP could be our moderator. Just message us in the comments on a YouTube video. Another question I wanted to ask you guys before we knock off is, do you guys like these videos? Um, we tried it once. That video came out okay. There were issues. This one came out better. Um, the mic quality is better on my end. JP, we finally figured out our microphone problems this week. Um, another question we have for you, and you guys can answer this to me. Just DM me on Instagram. DM JP on his Instagram. What platforms do you listen to podcasts on? Do you prefer – we have Spotify and YouTube right now. But we're thinking about possibly just sending the audio out on YouTube rather than just this video. So do you guys like these videos? Do you like seeing our faces? If not, we could just go back to the audio. Do you want us to go to more platforms? Do you want us to go to iTunes and Spotify? Because those aren't terribly, those aren't terribly difficult to, you know, post on either. So um, let us know. Um, just DM, DM us. Um, you can comment. I have like the podcast announcement stuff on mine. Just DM us on there. You can comment on there. You can email the channel, JP is in charge of the channel. So um, just, just message us. We're really, really trying to like improve this and we're trying to figure out what would be the best way for you guys to listen to this. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening and we hope you all have a good one. Enjoy your evening.